hand. The word of God for the people of God. Brothers and sisters, this night we come to the story in scripture where Jesus has spent this time with his disciples around the table. Now, in the order of Holy Week, we have Jesus coming into Jerusalem. And when he came into Jerusalem, people had palm branches and put them on the, on the ground, right? They put their cloaks on the ground. He came in on this donkey. And he came in as king, and people shouted what? Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, right? And so he's riding into Jerusalem, and all the crowd is laying their garments down for it to be for his donkey to walk upon. It's a great day. And the disciples, now if you were one of the disciples and you were walking in with Jesus on this donkey and everyone was cheering, how would you feel? you feel pretty good, right? Because you're with this guy. I, I can imagine them feeling a little bit puffed up, yet knowing what Jesus was talking about, that he would suffer and he would be raised on the third day. And they didn't quite understand what that all meant. And so they're coming into Jerusalem, and this is all taking place. And you know that the scribes and the Pharisees are seeing all of it. And they're seeing what's happening, and they are plotting to do what? They're plotting to kill Jesus, right? And so all this is taking place. And we have, Simon, we have Judas Iscariot, and he is wanting things to be a little bit different than what he sees Jesus doing, because... Jesus was not going in with sword in hand. He was going in in peace. And so he meets with the scribes and the Pharisees, and he says he will be a part of this plan to kill, get Jesus killed, to get him arrested. And so Jesus is knowing this is all happening, and he is planning this Passover dinner. And he's planning this dinner with his disciples. And he's preparing them for what is to come. And so as this is all taking place, they have the dinner where Jesus acknowledges the one who dipped the bread in his cup, in, in his bowl, is the one that's going to betray him. Then Judas goes out to do that act to get everything ready, right? And Jesus goes from that place with a few disciples. He goes to pray. Because if you were about to have all the world's sins be on your back and you'd have to die on the cross in the most horrible way a man or a woman could die, wouldn't you want to go in prayer? Wouldn't you need to get yourself ready? And so he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane and he has his closest folks with him. And because if you're going into something really hard, you want your friends around you, right? They're going to give you strength because they're going to be also praying with you and have being there with you, even knowing what's coming. And Jesus prays to the Father. He prays to God and says, this is feeling too much. If this cup could pass from me, but not my will, but your will. And so he goes out, and what are the disciples doing? Come on. Sleeping. They're sleeping. 
Now, if you were in this, this really difficult moment in your life and your buddies were sleeping, how would you feel? We'd be a little ticked off, wouldn't we? And so Jesus is like, you guys can't even stay awake. Come on, I need you guys. And so he goes off and prays again. And he again says, "Let if this cup could pass, but not my will, but your will be done. Speaking to God, he goes out and what are they doing? Sleeping. They're sleeping again. And he doesn't even wake him up this time. And he goes back and he prays the exact same thing again. And he goes out, what are they doing? Sleeping. They're sleeping. He says, have you gotten enough rest yet? <laughs> My hour is at hand. The one who is accusing me has come. And he leave, they leave this moment. And Judas comes out to him. And Judas is told, the scribes and the Pharisees, that he, they will know who Jesus is by the kiss he will give him because it was a kiss of friendship that they did in their community. They give a hug and they give you a kiss. And so he goes up to Jesus, his teacher, the one he spent all this time with, and he kisses him as a way to accuse him of being the one. Now, how many of us have felt like someone has stabbed us in the back, right? We've had times where someone has turned on us. How many of us have the person has come up and kissed us on the cheek? as a way to accuse us. To me, that's one of the lowest things that can happen. And that's what Judas did. For, for 30 pieces of silver. Now, brothers and sisters, we all have times in our lives where we feel that others have turned against us. Where we have felt low. But we see in our scriptures that Jesus went through so much more than even we have gone through. We can look at what Christ went to and we can look at what's coming in scripture that he is going to be flogged and he's going to be crucified and he's going to hang on that cross and he's going to die. But what happens next on the third day? Do you remember? He rises up. Now, do you know anybody that just came to life? died and rose again after being gone three days? That doesn't normally happen, right? And then went around and walked and talked and ate and was seen in all these different places. We know that that only comes in Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who forgives all our sins, the one who brings us new life, the one who renews us and sustains us. The one who went through more than we can ever imagine. And brings us a new way of living and being in this world. I personally am very thankful for what God has done for me. And I hope you feel the great, the great ways God has brought you new life. How God has brought you a new way of being in this world. Holy Week is our time to reflect on what Jesus went through for us. That is why we take special time aside to reflect on each place on the walk that Jesus took. Tonight, I'd like you to take some moments and to reflect upon what God
God continues to do in your life. And how the forgiveness that you get through Jesus, dying for your sins, brings you a new way of being so that you don't have to be tied to the ways of your sin anymore. We all sin and we all fall short, but God grants us a new life, a new way where we don't have to just go through the old patterns over and over again. God opens new doors for each one of us. So tonight, please take some time and reflect upon what those new doors are for you. Please come and light a candle and reflect. Put a prayer card on the board, which will be back at that table. Take a few moments and write in one of the books back there about something special God is saying to you tonight. And connect with one another on how God is granting you forgiveness and new life. May these next few minutes be moments of reflection and a new message that God is bringing to you. Amen.